Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Aaron. And welcome to the Acadian Podcast. This week, we spoke to Acadian Total Security about a bunch of fun and exciting things they have going on. And we hope you enjoy. So, hello. Uh, my name's Brandon Niles. I am Senior Director of Acadian Total Security. Uh, I've been with the company for a little over 11 years. Hi, I'm Danielle Dupuy, and I am an advertising and communication strategist with Acadian companies in the marketing department and public relations. I have been with Acadian for oh, almost eight years now. With everything then, going on at Acadian Total Security, what are you most excited about, Brandon? Oh, I will tell you um, what we've really been seeing here is a huge increase in arrest in our video monitoring division. You know, we've been uh, really, really strong when it comes to remote video monitoring services for many years, but it seems like the last couple years, we've just seen a huge increase in it. And our operators on that side, we call them video analysts. They've just been doing a tremendous job. You know, uh, I was checking in with uh, one of the team leaders on that side to see if I can get some stats on the number of arrests that we've made in, in just the past couple months. And, you know, he doesn't have the numbers finalized yet, but from what he was sharing with me, we, I think in the last two months, we've led to the arrest of somewhere around 20 to 25 criminals, which is very significant, you know, because when you look at video monitoring, what we try to do is prevent the crime from happening. So the arrests really aren't what we're shooting for because we want to get them off of these sites before the police even get there which makes it very tough for them to arrest them because they're not on the site. So the fact that we had 20 to 25 arrests tells me that we probably had over 100 prevention ones. And that could mean preventing someone from stealing catalytic converters, tires off of vehicles, somebody from vandalizing a, a building. You know, um, there's just all sorts of crime that we're seeing on a day in and day out business that we're able to prevent through this service. And, and it really has me excited because when I look at what's happening there is uh, we're really quickly putting ourselves as one of the top video monitoring companies in the country. And, you know, people, we don't really advertise that as well as we should. We're good, but we're well on our way to being the best. And, and I love that. And I'm incredibly excited about it. And what I really like, Danielle, is we're starting to see the sales come with that, you know, because that name, that reputation is getting out there in the security industry and people are starting to follow. And I, I joke because when I, I do a lot of presentations and I give, you know, I, I don't love it, but I give a lot of speeches, you know, which is, um, I guess just comes with the territory. But every time I do one of those, I always kind of go back to video monitoring in our video center. We kind of treat it like the field of dreams, you know, and I don't know if I've told y'all my analogy here, but I, you know, being an Iowa guy, I always like to bring things back to the field of dreams. And I, I joke that, you know, when we started our video company 14, 15 years ago, we built this video center and we said, you know what? We're one of the first ones in the market. We're going to build it. And then all of these customers are going to come. Right. And, you know, if you recall Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so we took that approach to it. But, you know, the reality is if you've watched the movie Field of Dreams lately, it was a very long and slow movie and the people didn't come. Till the very end you know so you had to put up with that first hour and a half to get to the good part and so with us on the video center side you know the last 10 12 years has kind of been like that first part of the movie we built it they didn't come 
But now we're at that ending phase where they're finally coming and we're finally starting to see that success that comes with that. And I think that's what has me the most excited. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, and what I will say too, you know, when we talk about video technology, because I'm not sure that everybody really knows what that is. And so what it specifically is, is it's a, it's a proactive way to protect the property. Uh, with the traditional alarm, you'll get, uh, we'll get an alarm when someone gets into the property, right? You know, the, the door has been opened, uh, a motion sensor picked up movement inside of the property. But what we're doing with video monitoring is we're actually monitoring the perimeter of the property so that we're able to catch people before they get into the building and prevent, you know, the crime from taking place. And so what's been really interesting is that the technology involved with this has just drastically and rapidly changed over the past two years. Five to six years ago, this sort of technology would not have been affordable for a typical family. It just wouldn't have made sense. You know, we would have been looking at a thousand to two thousand dollars a camera and charging a hundred dollars a month. And, you know, I don't I don't I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, for I think 90 to 99 percent of the people out there, that's it just doesn't make sense. It's way too expensive. But camera technology has improved so much that, you know, the analytics that are needed come standard on basically every new IP camera that's out there. So even our, you know, a couple hundred dollar cameras are going to have the ability to add this. And what's really changed the game is the, the creation of AI analytics. And so even if your camera doesn't have a great analytic on it, we can send the motion events from your camera up to the cloud where they're going to apply an AI filter or AI analytic to it and then send us only what we need to know so that we can reduce false alarms. And it's really been a game changer. You know, so when I talk about analytics, you know, a lot of times that might not make sense to most people because I say motion, I say analytic, but you know, historically the video analytics that are out there are all based on pixelation change. So what that means is the camera's looking at a spot and it notices that the pixels on that image have changed you know, whether it's by 10% or 15%. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then it says, oh, something's here. And it sends us an event. Well, a lot of times that something is a tree blowing in the wind. It's a bush. It's an animal, which, cre which creates a lot of false alarms for us. But with advancement in analytics, we now send it to that AI cloud where they'll look at it and it, just like when you're on Google and you type in white dog and it shows you just pictures of the white dog, it's the same sort of thing. It's machine learning. It's identifying only the person or only the vehicle. It's not looking for any kind of change in that image. It's looking for a specific person that you know the cloud's been trained to identify through millions and millions of different data sets. And what's great about that is it's made us more efficient. It's made it so customers get less false alarms, which, you know, makes them trust the technology better. But it's opened up a whole lot of doors to, to just future advancements in this technology. You know, now think if you're, um, you know, you're going through a nasty divorce and you've got a, a husband or a wife, for that matter, that you, you really don't want coming around your home. You don't want them around your kid. 
Well, in the old days, we couldn't tell if it was that person or if it was their truck, right? We would just get an alarm anytime any truck came up. And that's that would be a lot of alarms, you know, mm -hmm. if you, uh, you know, you drive into your home, your parents drive, anybody comes in, you know, we're going to get alarm every time. Well, now, you know, as we move into the future, we can say, hey, only look for white F-250s because that's potentially what the husband or wife drives, right? And now we're only going to get alarms for that specific model of vehicle, you know, and that's just one use case, but there's all sorts of other technology that's going to come because of all this um, machine learning going on in the cloud and functionality that it's creating. And, you know, where we're at today versus where we were two years ago is night and day different. And I truly believe that where we're actually going to be in a year on the analytics side is going to be an even larger jump with improvement in technology. And to me, that's, I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's really incredible and interesting to see how everything plays out. Yeah. You know, when we, uh, we built our field of dreams with the video center, we kind of went out and took on as much business as we could because we knew analytics would get better and we knew we'd be able to get more efficient by reducing false alarms. It took a while and, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done, but you know, it's finally starting to pay off. And, you know, that's why I'm, I'm so excited about what we're doing there. Not only because there's such a great potential there, but the team over there led by uh, Danette Mo, um, Celeste, um, Scott Curry, and then the, the technical team and, and everybody else, you know, Gene Trahan, Tessie Gidry, and Joey Greenhaw, those guys are doing remarkable job. And just the improvement the last month or two just and it gets me excited about how we're going to finish this year in that department. Brandon, recently there was a video shared by ATS about a family that was saved by their security systems uh, detecting a neighbor's fire. Can you share? Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I don't remember the specifics on, on that one, but I can tell you, you know, it, it's very common. Uh, most of the systems that we put in place have some sort of an element of a, a CO2 detection or a heat detection or a smoke detection. And what'll happen is when there's an, you know, an actual fire taking place, uh, the heat sensor will get to a certain degree, uh, you know, that's going to be set on the, on the sensor level or the heat level, mostly by the manufacturer. It'll immediately notify us at which point we can, you know, dispatch the fire department accordingly. And all of the sensors are going to work the same way. Typically, the manufacturers specify them in accordance with the National Fire, it's NFPA, I believe it's the National Fire Protection Association who creates the, the regulation for that. But they get set up in accordance with those regulations. We install them um, in the appropriate places in accordance with the fire marshal guidelines for the state of Louisiana or the state of Mississippi or Texas, depending on the state we're in. And then uh, we handle those alarms uh, accordingly. Uh, I will tell you, we are, um, people don't know this, but our monitoring company is an underwriter laboratory certified monitoring company, which allows us to monitor uh, basically uh, fire alarms all over the country. It's, uh, it's considered to be the gold standard for monitoring companies as far as having that certification. And we maintain that in our Baton Rouge office, our monitoring center and our Lafayette monitoring center as well. Uh, but since we're talking about fire, Jonathan, there's actually a really cool application that we monitor for a, a third-party client. It's a, it's a product called Fire Rover. And what it allows us to do is it will use video technology 
to identify fire. So it's using thermal, thermal cameras. And it'll say, oh, there's a, a potential fire going on here. And what our video analysts will do is they'll take over control of a, let's call it a nozzle. You know, there's a, a solvent associated with it. And we actually spray the fire and put it out remotely uh, before the fire department gets there. So that way we can contain a fire from getting out of hand. And we're one of only two monitoring companies in the world uh, that's doing that. And we actually provide that service in Australia, uh, soon to be the UK, and then uh, Canada and the United States. So we're doing quite a bit on the fire side these days. I think I stumbled upon Fire Rover's TikTok once, and I, I saw how they are able to respond to the fires. And it looks a lot like there's a lot of uh, industrial uses we do that all day long, Jonathan. You know, most of the sites that we monitor remotely for this fire solution are actually uh, waste and recycling plants for that exact reason. Um, those lithium batteries, you know, they go through a compactor, um, a machine runs them over, it starts a fire. And when you look at those facilities, there's so much stuff around that can, you know, that can easily get a fire going and get it out of control fast. You know, so for us to go and put it in while it's at that early stage, it, it just makes a huge difference. And you just heard from Danielle Dupuy and Brandon Niles from Acadian Total Securities and our own office. And we hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to reach out to us, email us at podcast at Acadian.com or just send us a quick message on Acadian Central. Thank you. Bye.